1: And on the line with me, making another return appearance, a guy that I've just come to love, Kevin McGarry is the founder of uh, Every Black Life Matters, and uh, the co-founder, I should say, he along with Neil Mamon, and uh, they are busy all the time, kind of bringing awareness uh, to this woke culture that we all find ourselves living in. Kevin, welcome back to the program.
0: Good. Thank you for having me again, Mike. Man, it's, a, it's surely a pleasure to, to be on again, and uh, uh, I just want to thank you again for uh, for extending to me an invitation to come and, and just chop it up with you a little bit, so I appreciate that.
1: Well, you do a great job, and I know you're very busy with all the things that you guys are doing, you and Neil both. Neil's been on my program as well, and uh, you guys always have, you're, you're right on, I believe, the cutting edge of what we all need to be hearing and what we can be doing as citizens, as believers, as people who are are kind of in one way, I still believe the vast majority of Americans are kind of in shock and awe at the crazy things that it's coming out of our government right now. Uh, The most recent of which would be Kamala Harris's uh, declarations that hurricane aid from the government is going to be coming to people of color and those that uh, are in need of equity. And for those in Florida, that's that's just uh, a, an insane kind of way of politicizing the tragedy that's hit with Hurricane Ian. Wouldn't you agree?
0: Absolutely. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, as a loving, altruistic, uh, compassionate um, uh, country, uh, we need to be consistent. And consistency means that we can't allow... you know, the demonism of wokeism to enter into how we take care of people. In other words, people that need medical care and wokeism has definitely entered into uh, that realm as well, nor can we allow it to uh, dictate really how we take care of people in in times of emergency. So uh, when we see things like this, I'm glad that she's being called out on it. Um, She is an, an unmitigated disaster. Yes, I said that. And even as a black man, yes, I said that, because I stand for righteousness, justice, truth, uh, and faithfulness. And she doesn't represent anything I stand for. As a matter of fact, she is uh, she is an abhorrent uh, individual. And I think her uh, you know her votes prior to dropping out uh, indicates how people feel about her. So it's terrible that she said those things. Um, it's terrible that you know she's actually put our government now have to backtrack and try to correct her insane insinuations and i'm i'm hopeful that the people on the ground there in florida uh completely ignore her her craziness at this point but who knows wokeism is a pervasive demonic uh spirit and scheme and it is everywhere so we have to be uh, vigilant uh, as it relates to wokeism
1: again, I go back, I I couldn't agree with you more on that. I think it is demonic. A a lot of what we hear, it seemingly now on a daily basis, it it just sounds so uh, nuts that it it, it would appear that reason has kind of gone out of style in America's thoughts, because this makes no sense at all. And it is uh, more divisive right now than one would ever believe i I go back you know kevin thinking about uh, president obama's inaugural uh, actually not the inauguration speech that too but even before that and his acceptance speech the night of the election where he he was clear that he was going to become the next president he talked about uh, an end to the divisiveness of this country. He kind of made that as almost a, a promise or a platform for that uh, beginning new term. And yet when we fast forward now to all these years later, past two terms with him, uh, one with President Trump, and uh, now we're well into President Biden's term, we see more divided in our country than ever
0: absolutely we are uh because you know what happens is people who are driven by ideology and President Obama was one of those uh who his primary focus in ideology was Marxism and I don't think uh, you know we we can debate that back and forth but I don't think you know I have so much evidence of that it's just it's just manifest it's not even debatable but uh, you know for those who, who may or may not it, it doesn't matter so uh, but but what happens with people who are driven by an ideology, they'll say or do anything to get that that to get in office, to get that ultimate uh, power. And then once they get there, uh, they can easily transition or transform their opinions. And we saw a number of times where uh, Obama did that uh, as it relates to marriage, as it relates to so many different things. Mm-hmm. Um, right. and, and he completely so he flipped on that, say, didn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He said what he had to say to get in office and that was you know his sort of clever way i i i, I had sincere prayers that he would have followed through uh, on that but uh, he didn't and we are where we are because uh, those who have come in and and especially in his party who have come in after him are doubling down on the ideology of marxism marxism which is wholly de- de- demonic it's not even questionable um And, uh, and so now we are where we are uh, in culture and society. And, uh, you know, wokeism, of course, is is rooted and uh, undergirded by Marxism Mm -hmm. to the nth degree. And, And so wokeism is just part and parcel of of, of of one of the schemes of, of marx and we we see it being carried out by marxist revolutionaries today
1: and you see that not only in uh, just the general statements about wokeism that's coming out from schools but are these uh, splinter groups like black lives matter that it's there as well one of their platforms would be the whole embracing of the lgbtq uh community and those terms are ever changing aren't they
0: well, yeah, you know, LGBTQ, RXC, plus. plus,
1: plus. They,
0: yeah, they put S on there, and so it, it, it's subtle. Some people didn't even realize that there's an S, as in Sam, that is right now on the back end of that that, 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 that alphabet soup. So uh, what does the S stand for? Literally, it stands for Satanism. Now, some people say, no, 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 it's two-spirit. Uh, it's a two-spirit thing, uh, yeah, yeah. As I said, it stands for Satanism. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> come on, what are you talking about? So uh, yeah, so S is actually a part and parcel of that, and the uh, really the Church of Satan said, look, um, we 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 are the ones who wow. are, who provide the value uh, to LGBTQ, saying that you can be all that you want to be. Therefore, we should be a part of the acronyms that are part of the LGBTQ plus. So that just happened in the past few weeks. Uh, You can do your own research, but S as in Sam is also an L one of the alphabets.
1: I had not even heard that yet, Kevin. So you're, you're giving us some breaking news on this program. That is shocking. Uh, I can't say it's surprising, but it is shocking yet. Even still, even though we see our country going in this direction, it, every time it breaches a new territory or comes out with something else that is just unthinkable, it, it does somewhat shock me. And I think, yeah. what, it, what is the ending point of all of this? Well, you, we all know that uh, if, it, if it is unmitigated Marxism, that's pretty clear what the end point will be. It will be totalitarian control from yep. those that are in charge
0: that's exactly right so the end point is uh so a lot of people are not aware they they think marx was kind of a benign character in history yeah he has some crazy economic philosophy has never worked and blah 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 so they give him a pass here's here's what i want all your people who anybody listening to you and your network are obviously people of faith so here's the thing that i want you all to recognize Marx, in all of his writings said look uh, my economics, social philosophies and all that, that's, that's fine. But really my ultimate goal, my ultimate goal in life, this is Karl Marx is to dethrone God. <laughs> he was virulently hateful. And it wasn't, it wasn't like, well, I'm kind of BS. I'm kind of, you know, uh, agnostic. No, no. He was virulently hateful of God. And his number one goal in life was to dethrone God. And, um, so if you embrace Marxism even a little, if you say, well, socialism is kind of okay, uh, please repent, because it is demonic to the core, and it is uh, de- destined, it's designed to dethrone God. That's according to its author, not, not me, mm-hmm. according to its author.
1: So. That's right. It's not just those interpreting his works. That's coming from him Himself. I mean, he, yep. this is, it's pretty clear when you look at the uh, directions that our government has taken that they are following suit with that direction and they're aiming at uh, really persecution toward so many of them in California. I think what's going on, and that's kind of where you are, right? That's exactly right. Sure. So yeah. you're in California under Newsom. We are hearing here in Florida almost daily things that are new uh, directions that the government has taken. We know right now he's trying to make California to be a destination state for abortion. And uh, that that appears to be kind of going that way out there.
0: Absolutely. So here's the thing uh, that Newsom is doing here. First of all, uh, yesterday when I had the uh, unmitigated goal to try to fill up my car, I realized that our uh, gas in California accelerated a dollar over a dollar thirty a gallon in the past ten days. Wow. So extreme. So it was six ninety nine folks.
1: Oh no. Seven
0: bucks a gallon. Oh man bucks. bucks. So you know enjoy your Christmas in Florida because I'm telling you what, here in California and other states uh, that are embracing the the green dreams and, uh, the malfeasance of demons like our, our governor here, mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're, we're under assault daily. Uh, the other thing that he's done is he's made a California destination state, uh, for those who cannot get abortions in their state. He's encouraging, and he's already got a, a, a number of, uh, corporations that are going to pay as well into a fund, make sure they bring people here, give them abortions. And, uh, transition our children so there's a lot of states that have are coming out with legislation against uh, the trans music uh, trans movement for children for babies
1: and that without uh giving the parents any say in the matter right
0: that's exactly right and he's saying no 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 bring them to california we don't care what the parents say uh we're gonna we're gonna you know give them their transition here and we will uh we'll give them uh shelter and cover and whatever they need and so we are pressing the accelerator down on sheer demonism. What gets me about California, and I've, I, I know a number of, of pastors, and especially pastors of color, so to quote unquote, so to speak, here in California. And I told them uh, many, many years ago when this demon tried to run for office uh, as governor, I told them, I reminded them that he was the one that unleashed uh, same-sex marriage across the country. Of course, Massachusetts was first, but um he 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 doubled down and unleashed it. Even though we passed Prop 8, he basically spit in the face face of the church, and he was the one. And I reminded these pastors. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, uh and I think we all have to come to grips with this. Okay, there are some people that that truly do worship at the altar uh, of the cross. There are many, many. Many amongst us that worship at the altar of political party and especially the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. So when you have clear demons running for office, they'll just go all in. They, they just completely reject their faith foundation or their, you know, whatever. And they'll just continue to vote for these crazy people. And then they have the audacity to complain. Mm-hmm. And it's like well wait a minute this is what you voted for because you voted for your party where you were where you worship your first love is clearly your party and this is how you voted and now you're complaining I-, I told you I warned you about this yeah but kev man this is crazy well come on i mean what what am I supposed to do this is what you voted for doc come on now
1: yeah that's right so.
0: <laughs> Yeah, there, we can't be there surprised. Point, we have so many people in the body of Christ that are so messed up right now. Yeah, And don't get me on that track because I can go on forever on that one. Um, uh, you know, I used to think that the Bible was sufficient. I used to think that the cross was sufficient. And I still think so.
1: Okay, but I'm glad you, you had me worried us. there for a moment, Kevin. <laughs>
0: uh, I still think so. But there are many amongst us that do not. Uh-huh. And they can say whatever they want with their lips. Their actions dictate right. their, their 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 heart, and so um, yeah, the cross is more than sufficient. What Jesus did is more than sufficient. We just don't have people. That will stand with us and agree with us on that one. So.
1: Well, it's going to be a very d- tough situation on our country if some of this direction is not reversed. If we don't get leaders that are coming in, I know there are great voters.com is a great website that's put out. I know that what you and Neil do is that you are trying to do teaching to people that would be from and through the lens of a biblical worldview. Uh, That is uh, really a call to wake up that we have so much to lose in this country if we don't wake up and if we don't look at this, if we don't start fighting this wokeism that's going on, I know that in our next segment here, you'll be, I'm going to have you tell us about some of the things that you are doing uh, to do just that. But one of the areas that uh, we, we've kind of touched on when you talked about our children and not just young children, but uh, our, uh, our kids that are going off into colleges, they're going off into these universities that are just basically hotbeds for teaching this very thing that we're fighting against right now. Isn't that right?
0: Well, yeah. So, so college campuses, regrettably, have turned into, uh, you know, really this is where they get fully indoctrinated. They're indoctrination camps. So they, but except now they started at, at kindergarten. So, I mean, the indoctrination starts at kindergarten. It fully accelerates. Uh, when we send our children to college, I mean, you know, they, they really try to completely debase our children, get them completely separated from the uh, any kind of Ju- Judeo-Christian ethic they may still have. And they completely they, they complete the uh, surgery, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, in college. And so it's uh, what we're up against are forces that uh, are destined. They are committed to to completely corrupting the minds, the hearts and minds of our children and make them God-resistant. I actually did an article on that a little bit ago, about a month ago, that the whole scheme of the enemy is to make our children and subsequent generations God-resistant. Wow. Yeah. Talk about a vaccination. You know how we have child-resistant caps and they're they're trying to put a God-resistant cap on our children.
1: That is so sad and so unbelievable to think about. My guest for these two segments, we're going to be back with him for one more segment, is Kevin McGarry, and we'll be back with Kevin in a moment. Don't go away. This is Afternoons with Mike.
0: Are you looking for the right franchise to open your own business? Green Flag Franchise has the experience and knowledge to help match your business plan with your goals and values. Is your business ready to become a franchise? Green Flag Franchise will help you explore the potential and benefits of franchising your existing company. For a free consultation and coaching, visit GreenFlagFranchise.com.
1: That's GreenFlagFranchise.com. Palm Beach Atlantic University, Orlando offers three distinct areas of study. An evening Master's of Science in Clinical Mental Health Counseling, an evening Bachelor's of Science in Human Services, and our new Daytime Bachelor's of Science in Nursing. All of our courses are offered at our beautiful campus on Millenia Boulevard. For more information or to schedule a tour, call 844 PBA Orlando. That's 844 PBA Orlando. Turning 65 or already on Medicare? Have you tried to compare Medicare supplement plans? Are you sick and tired of the awful TV commercials where washed up football players confuse you even more? Speak with a licensed independent insurance agent today. Call 407- now or visit affordable one insurance in winter park florida and discuss what is important for you be sure to ask us about dedicated senior medical centers on the line with me today is kevin mcgarry he is the founder co-founder of every black life matters and a real leading proponent in our country's fight from a biblical perspective this fight against the demonic nature of what we're talking about today being termed wokeism. Uh, It is just out-and-out Marxism that is not only being taught uh, to our our kids in college campuses, as Kevin so rightly said, it's being introduced now to children as young as kindergarten in public schools. We know this for a fact now. Uh, We've seen, we've talked about CRT. This whole thing is, it's like a uh, collusion that's the word that we heard so much about with uh with president trump and russia and that was proven to be it uh, was never proven to be let's put it that way they, there was never evidence that there was collusion but kevin wouldn't you agree there's all sorts of evidence of collusion in this regard from our school systems from our government from our universities is that not the case
0: Absolutely. We see CCP uh, collusion at every level of government, every level of education. CCP would be the uh, communist um, Chinese. Yes. uh, Communist Chinese. So we see that. We see collusion with uh, our uh, National Education uh, Foundation for Teachers, um, and they're fully colluding to make sure that they include the trans uh, BLM, and uh, Planned Parenthood, actually, did a collaboration on a lot of this curriculum that's uh, trans-related. They want to make sure they collude starting at kindergarten so those children can begin to start to question God and what he did and and, and whether indeed God made a mistake when he made them at the mm-hmm. youngest, youngest possible ages. There's collusions at, uh, again, at all phases of government now, while we had President Trump that was trying to end the uh the demonic collusions within our government and our three-letter agencies make sure they didn't partake in racist trainings um we have now a uh, a guy in the office now he's not really fully there we all know that but the people behind him are pushing these agendas within every area of government every every sphere that they have any influence on they're pushing this racist tropes and trainings and collusions to manifest, to bring about a full-on Marxist totalitarian yeah. tyranny yeah. here in America. Now, some people say, oh, that's hyper- hyperbolic, brother, you don't know. Listen, did you see what happened at Mar-a-Lago? Have yeah. you seen what happened with, with uh, Mike Lindell? Doesn't matter whether you like these people personally or not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about the tactics strictly, purely. If you can dis- disconnect your emotions for a minute and think about it, practically you will see what we have now is not freedom it is not first amendment it is not second amendment freedoms it is totalitarian mm-hmm. we have already in my opinion uh transformed into a marxist government that's my opinion yeah and i can point to a number of areas why it's not fully manifested but it's manifested enough for a free society to be able to make the
1: distinction I think you're right. I think in a lot of pockets of America with that, uh, as somebody once uh, said on my program, they've crossed the Rubicon. We've crossed the Rubicon as a nation. We're at yep. that point where it's, it's functionally, if it's not declared in every state, which it's not, uh, but it is functionally in a lot of states already there. You're right. Uh, when you look at the, what happened in California, even in 2020, With pastors being arrested for having church services when uh, strip joints and liquor stores were considered to be essential, Uh, pastors and churches were shut down and arrested exactly. yeah so exactly. you're, you're right i i think you're right and it, it is nothing but scary and then with all of the stuff that's going on uh, from uh, the government i don't know if you saw this clip that was out this morning on that uh, i don't know how even how old it is but the president uh, is shown <laughs> talking about how to really get prepared here we are in florida as you know we've just gone through all of hurricane ian and just so many areas of our state so devastated with it, uh, but the president is on saying that what we must do to be prepared for storms like Ian is to be vaccinated. That's his. <laughs> yeah, right. That's his statement. That's out. Oh, my and
0: goodness, that is so crazy.
1: That's the number one thing we need to do. We need to be vaccinated. And uh, coming and
0: from a guy like that, who only has you know half of his horses are left or less. Or, or less. Uh, left in his brain uh, that's 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 probably part for the course, yeah, I see
1: it I, I am so saddened by this, and you know there are so many uh, there's so much being said about the president. I find it to be incredibly sad, but what yeah, is even what sad. is even more sad than his state of whatever state that is, whatever faculties he may or may not have whatever what is more sad than that is the state of our country
0: absolutely because we need somebody with All the horses running right now, making decisions, not people who are just half there. And uh, so we we, we have to continue to pray for America. We have to continue to pray for our our government and our leaders. Uh, You know, I encourage people, look, we may feel whatever we feel about our current government. But look, these people need the Lord just as much as any other. We need to continue to pray and receive them. We do, and, God and ask God's, you know, grace to be upon this country because we are in a bad way right
1: now. Like Kevin, you know, I know you believe this with all your heart that we're to be not just hearers of the word, but we are to be doers of the word as well, and that's really what you're doing. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what your efforts are to help uh, address, attack, if you will, this whole thing of wokeism? What are you guys doing?
0: Well, here, here's the thing. The first thing that, uh, that I uh, did uh, was I started another book uh, just a few months ago. The name of it is Woked Up, W-O-K-E-D, Up. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, just put type in Woked Up McGarry, M-C-G-A-R-Y. Uh, that book is called Woked Up. The subtitle is finally putting an ax to the taproot of white supremacy and racism in America. So fundamentally what it does is it fully confirms, unequivocally and without a doubt, it's not even debatable. It fully confirms that wokeism is fully rooted in in white supremacy and racism. So uh, wokesters can be as woke as they want, but the reality is they are the ones. While they point the fingers at white Christian nationalists, white evangelicals, uh, you know, privilege, and you're all, you know, just white supremacists. Okay, here's the deal. Uh They are by definition, this is not one ad hominem in and in, in response to another ad hominem. This is literal by definition, the book fully, fully discloses it. Uh with lots of footnotes, private letters, all kinds of stuff, for you to fully quantify it to your woke, friends, family, neighbors, or whatever, and help them. These people need help uh to come along to the truth. The mm. reality is is what they're embracing is white supremacy and racist. And it's again, it's not debatable. It is unequivocal. Now, so that what,
1: on is, that point, would you yeah. agree with this, that so many of the things that were coming, that we're hearing from the administration, uh, accusing uh, Republicans, accusing other uh, conservative people, whether they're Republicans or not, accusing them of things? Isn't it uh, an axiom of truth almost that uh, the things they are saying that are being done by conservatives are actually the very things that they are doing already.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt about it. As they point the fingers, they are the ones, they are the real culprits. It's really a deflection and projection that they've mastered. Uh, Unfortunately, these people are masterful Mm. at deflection and projection. Uh, But the reality is, if you understood, uh, if you studied, if you got the book, you'll be able to point to exactly when, where, and how white supremacy was unleashed on America, and it was unleashed by one person in its modern context, and when and how, where and how racism was unleashed, and it was unleashed by one person in its modern context, and you'll be able to find that taproot in all of the subsequent roots pointing to and fully enveloped within uh, wokeism.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's
0: again, it's it's unequivocal. So that's the first thing that we're doing. Uh, for your listeners, please go out and get the book. It's a very, very important. It gives you a chapter and verse, everything you need to fully quantify our positions. Number two, uh, we are going out. You know how Kendi has this, you know, how to be an anti-racist, and we have all now a cottage industry of mm-hmm. uh, these leftist, progressive, Marxist, racists who go out to these organizations and say, look, we'll, we'll give you anti-racism training. We'll give you, you know, uh, you know, white fragility training, whatever uh so in response to that because all of those trainings are ideologically based in marxism marxism in and of itself is racist it's unequivocal and uh and so therefore how can you talk about how to be an anti-racist with while in full embrace of racist ideologies uh e- essentially at the end of the day everybody's uh, who takes that training are even more divided more distrusting more disunited than they were before any of that started. So mm-hmm. what we're doing is we're actually providing training, fully quantifying racism and supremacy, and we're going to the roots of it. We call it racist training, R-A-Z-I-S-T. Now, mm. uh, when you, if you're familiar with construction sites, you're familiar with buildings, large structures, when they want to completely demolish, implode, get rid of all the foundations completely uh, eradicate those buildings, what do they do? They, they raise those train. buildings, R-A-Z-E. That's what we need to do with racism and white supremacy. And um, and so we have training specifically dedicated to raise racism, and we are going to be certifying, training and then certifying a generation of hell raisers, R-A-Z-E-R-S, people that are um, adept at identifying uh hellish schemes like racism and getting after it and actually doing something about it fully demolishing it from its roots Mm -hmm. so that's what we're doing our first foray will be in san diego if you have people that are listening and they have people in southern california or in the west coast and they want to come out that training will be free it's no charge just come we will partake in the five modules we'll be delivering on uh october 29th at awakened church in san diego uh, nine to five or that day, and all the other information is on our website. Everyblm.com, Everyblm.com, and then uh, and and you will be certified. And so when your employer says, "Hey, we have to do racial, you know, anti-racist, whatever," you say, "Look, uh, I've taken this training for every Black Life Matters. I've been certified in these modules. I've had a number of hours in training with these individuals, and I'm good. Uh, why subject yourself to being called?" A white supremacist subject yourself to being uh, castigated in these in these uh, ideologically politically charged environments that are purportedly anti-racism training, uh, but fundamentally they are uh, they're just uh, uh, beat up sessions, if you will. If you happen to not have the right paint job, uh, you're you're basically set up on by everybody in the room. So we're going to do something about that. We have an alternative. Um, And again, our first foray out is at the end of October. Uh, Glad to have any of your listeners attend. Uh, You can get information from our website if you want Um, to
1: figure that out. What kind of pushback do you anticipate from the government there uh, and from those in your state that that would be against what you're doing?
0: Well, (laughs) you're going to be against every Black life mattering. You're going to be against... Uh, somebody that really wants to deal with racism from the roots, uh, you would be hard pressed. Mm. So we haven't had any pushback whatsoever. That's great uh, because we speak truth. It's hard to uh, try to figure out how to over how to undercut or undermine our efforts because again we're. <laughs> where every black life matters, every single black life matters.
1: So you've positioned a, yourself in a real way where even those yeah. people that, uh, that would be against the, the root, if you will, that you're trying to put the, the ax to, uh, you've positioned yourself in such a way that you've taken away their ability to argue with you.
0: Well, at least at the moment we haven't, it, 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 and after you go through our training, you'll be able to see, uh, you know, it's just not even arguable. <laughs> We're talking right. about, Acts, we're talking about truth. We're talking about exactly what happened. Uh, you know, everybody should appreciate this, this, this training and certification. That's why our, our training certification is not at all left, right, uh, Republican, Democrat.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's, it's, it's anybody and everybody.
2: Mm.
0: It's not ideological. We should be able to just come together as people and just learn from one another and reason together. And that's what we're doing. And, uh, it just so happens that we're exposing the taproot of all this stuff and everybody should appreciate that.
1: Well, I think it's awesome that you're doing this right in the backyard of governor Newsom. And I'm grateful for that. Those of us in the, what uh, often is called the free state of Florida applaud what you're doing, Kevin. And, uh, <laughs> I, I thank you for the courage that you and Neil show on a regular basis uh, and, that uh, you're just, uh, a way you're really proving that there's a way out if you take it, but we're going to have to wake up and get woked up. As you said, give us your website and how people can get in touch with you.
0: Absolutely. Please get in touch with us. Everyblm.com, everyblm.com. And you, there's, there's ways you can support us there. There's ways you can partner with us. Uh, you can just join and get, make sure you get all of our emails, and newsletters, uh, just go to the site and, uh, pray about, you know, participating however way you can and just for we are committed to being at the tip of the spear we relish that position we understand that depending on your paid job a lot of people feel powerless to really Mm -hmm. uh, do anything about culture neil and i are in it to win it for you so we'll we'll put ourselves out there we'll do whatever it takes to uh guarantee or to help uh secure uh your progeny your your children grandchildren your communities And we are the tip of the spear and anything that you can do to help us to maintain that position uh, would be greatly appreciated. Partner with us, pray for us, whatever.
1: And this is uh, just to be clear, in case we had somebody join us and they heard that address and they're confusing it with the Black Lives Matter that would be the other side. That is not what we're talking about here. It's Every Black Life Matters. And that's the organization. I just want to make sure there's no confusion on that at all.
0: Absolutely. Every Black Life Matters is our organization. We are the exact opposite of BLM. And you go to the website, you'll see that everything that BLM stands for, we are the exact opposite. We are the righteous and faithful alternative to Black Lives Matter.
1: I believe it. Kevin McGarry, it's always a joy to have you on. And I look forward to our next time of being together, my friend.
0: God bless you, brother, Mike. I really appreciate
1: you. Okay, and we'll be back in a moment, friends. This is Afternoons with Mike. EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat serves all your comfort needs. With over 40 years experience, EC Waters is a top-trained comfort specialist, earning customers for life with integrity. No wonder EC Waters Air Conditioning and Heat has earned a 4.6 or higher out of 5 rating and reviews across all major online platforms. For all your comfort needs, Call 407-603-9144 or visit ecwaters.com. If you've considered the natural beauty of a wood floor, then go with a winner. Ability Wood Flooring has been a trusted source and family owned and operated since 1950. Ability Wood Flooring is voted best of the best and are featured on A&E's Zombie House Flipping. Ability proudly works with Florida's top builders, winning many awards in the Parade of Homes. Get a free design consultation today. AbilityWoodFlooring.com back on the line right now with uh, a a man that is a first-timer, and he is calling from the Tennessee area. So grateful to have Craig Huey on the line with me. Craig is an author, a political commentator, a business expert, and he analyzes a lot of what's going on. And today we're going to be talking about something that has to do with pro-life. First of all, Craig Huey, welcome to the program.
2: Mike, it's great to be with you.
1: Well, I'm honored to have you. I know that you're part of the uh, Truth PR group of speakers that uh, I so appreciate and respect. And uh, I've enjoyed reading up on you. I know that you are, you've are you got your hands uh, in a lot of different areas that are going on in the country today, all of which carry great importance, I think, to just about every one of our listeners, uh, because we we care about what's going on. We uh, This program looks at life through the lens of a biblical worldview. And, uh, you know, I think our founders did the very same thing, but today, not so much, right?
2: Oh, boy. You know what? Uh, nobody who takes a look at what's happening today and just compare it to 10 years ago or 20 years ago or our our history uh, it, it's terrifying uh, the direction our country is taking it's terrifying what is happening with the government and how they're attacking so many different things such as religious liberty and uh, and anybody who uh, stands uh, on the Word of God and stands for faith
1: mm, without a doubt And we're seeing the attack happen on so many different fronts. Obviously, the whole trans movement is something that, uh, according to the Biden administration, must be job number one because that seems to be what they're working the hardest at. And uh, then secondly, obviously, with the overturning of Roe v. Wade, that has uh, set in motion a lot of uh, controversy from the government as well. And with the recent events... And I'm not sure I'm pronouncing his name right. Is it Mark Halk or Hoke? How does he pronounce that?
2: I've heard it both ways. I call it Hoke.
1: Okay, so he was a pro-life activist that was in a, what was deemed to be kind of a minor incident with a uh, pro-abortion activist. There was a apparently a little bit of a confrontation that uh, later, even though that uh, that person called the police, and filed a complaint. The police threw it out, and they said there was no harm done here. It was a brush between two. And what happened next? That's what's amazing. Why don't you share about what's gone on?
2: Well, Mike, it it really is disturbing. Every listener has to think in terms of two things. As a pro-lifer or as a Christian, uh, we have First Amendment rights, and 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 and, and we, we should be able to stand uh, with our beliefs without compromise. Mm-hmm. That's what America is all about. And then the second thing is, we now have a a FBI Department of Justice that is weaponized against people of faith. You know there there's so many terrible trends going on today in the federal government that is targeting evangelical Christians and people of faith. And this is a good example. This is one of many cases of over 30 Christians plus many conservatives where the FBI has done something that's never done in history before it's targeted political opponents mm-hmm. now in this case you have a, a man who's who's written a book for for um uh christian men to be better husbands every week he would go to uh, a, a an abortion site and and try to counsel women uh about having uh, uh you know an alternative to have their baby or adoption. Never before had there been any type of violence. But get this. One time one of the planned parent escorts was aggressive and abusive in their language and cussing and what have you and 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 then the the, the this, this person targeted his twelve year old son. So he decided to go in and say, hey, enough's enough mm-hmm. and tried to stop him and shuffle ensued. The person falls to the ground and what happens is the police is called. Well, police looked at it and said, this was nothing, you know, we're not gonna do an arrest. We're not gonna write up this up. Then that Planned Parenthood group took this whole thing to court and the state court threw it out, saying this is ridiculous.
1: So two strikes and they failed at both of those strikes.
2: Absolutely, and then out of the blue, out of nowhere, in the middle of just in the crack of day, what you have are some thirty FBI agents, with with their pointed guns, coming to the door, demanding to come in, having the guns where you know the the wife, the seven small children, are horrified.
1: Can you way- imagine? Oh
2: my no. goodness. Yeah, I mean I mean just think of it. You know, my wife and I looked at each other and said, What happens if at four in the morning we get a knock on the door? Mm-hmm. What happens if it's some Christian who who is uh, you know uh, targeted to be an example? And this is exactly what's happening. You know, what has happened is the FBI has become politicized and one of the things that they try to do and what, what they're targeting so many different people with. Uh, most people don't even know this is going on. This is not isolated. In some way, the FBI is abusing its power to people who are politically, p- political opponents, uh, what they deem almost like an enemy of the state. Uh, so uh, over 30 uh, Christian leaders have been uh, in some way harassed by the FBI and targeted. Uh, a, a conservative free market uh, uh, a congressman has had his, his cell phone taken away in front of his kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got uh, you know parents you know at school board meetings protesting horrific indoctrination and, and 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 critical race theory and protesting these things you know with a letter threatening that the FBI is going to check on them and 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 it, 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 you know they're they're domestic terrorists. This is to put fear in the lives of people speaking out. Mm-hmm. Fear that people won't donate, they won't sign a petition, they won't go to a protest, uh, they won't stand in front of a, uh, a, an abortion clinic. They will be silent because the uh, the power of the government is so. Uh, you know, here here's just the thing, Mike. You know you'd be terrified if they were at your door. Every listener, they'd be terrified if they were at their door. But think of the ramifications here. Not only is he arrested, but the FBI has unlimited time and unlimited resources. He's going to be bled uh, dry. He won't have any money left. He's Hmm. going to probably have to sell his house, Uh, the, the, the impact on his family. And uh, impact on the pro-life community across the United States in fear of who's going to be next. What's going to be the next target? You know, people looked at it and they saw people that, you know, uh, Steve Bannon, he -hmm. was arrested. You know, different people were arrested in the Trump administration. Well, those are the conservative uh, political people. You know, not right, but we understand. No, now they're coming after the Christians. So it's conservatives, it's libertarians, it's Christians, it's leadership, it's people who are making a difference, and they're trying to sil- not only silence them but scare the Christian community. Mm-hmm. And this is so bad, and it's not going – there's nothing to stop this. There's nothing to stop this right now until the election happens and and if, uh, if the House and the Senate change. The investigations and the and and the cries for stopping this and for impeachment against the FBI and the DOJ leadership—that's what's got to happen. More importantly, it uh, will be the uh, uh, you know the presidential election. But right now we got the election in November, where every listener needs to vote. Uh, you know, it's a tragedy, Mike, that probably thirty percent, twenty-three percent of your listeners are not registered to vote
1: yeah that is something that is so true and you're right it is a tragedy especially when you consider the the stakes that we all have in this if we don't get out if if we don't have a free and fair and legitimate election and then if we don't take part in that uh, it, it's just crazy what's going to be happening the next couple of years Exactly. So listeners can
2: vote, and and you know, quite frankly, in most churches, those who are registered, about thirty-five to forty-five percent, and and since it's a midterm, probably would be closer to sixty percent, will not vote. Yet they would vote eighty-four percent conservative. You, you know, people can volunteer for a candidate, they can donate to a candidate, and they can pray, and and we've got to be doing all this because. We can't let this evil happen. We Mm. can't turn our backs on it because it's getting worse. And the targeting of people of faith is so that, you know, basically what they would like to do is say, hey, you can go to church, but don't take the church outside the walls. Don't talk about Christ. Don't talk about issues that are based upon a Christian worldview. Be silent. Just talk among yourselves. They're okay with that. But when you're talking about people who want to stand for what is right, who want to transform our culture and our politics, that's who they want to target. That's who they want to silence. And this is just a horrific example of an abuse of power
1: by Mm -hmm. the F.B.I. Well, you know, it's uh, it's been said that if they're willing to go to the former president of the United States and do what they did there when uh, he was cooperating and would have worked with them, but they did that. They put that show of force down. If they do that to a former president of the United States, it stands to reason they're not going to have any problems doing it to anybody else in the country.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, you've nailed it. And it's, it, 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 Again, it goes back to the abuse of power. Because never like this has this ever happened, that you know, political enemies, people of faith, had been targeted like this, you know, they could have taken this the, this pro-life author, Christian author, mm-hmm. said to him, come down to the FBI uh, office. We'd like to talk to you because if they really wanted to arrest him, they could have said, come down here because we're going to arrest you. They didn't have to do a raid on his house. He's never been violent. (laughs) He's always been peaceful. And and yet it's because they can do it and they know it puts a chilling effect upon every believer. And so right now you've got – I've talked to people who used to donate. They won't donate right now. I talked to people who used to volunteer for candidates or or for Christian organizations. They're fearful to do it right now. And, and and so it's it's to have a chilling effect so that the Christian voice will be silenced, and we can't let that happen.
1: We can't, and we must not be silent. Uh, I think often of what uh, in uh, his study, um Eric Metaxas often talks about Bonhoeffer's book to be silent is to be almost guilty. We cannot do that. We cannot sit by and do nothing. And we have to speak up and that's what's uh, going on. I appreciate people like you. And um Craig, give us your website how people can find out more about what you do.
2: They can go to electionform.org. That's electionform.org. Newsletter is there, uh, from a Christian worldview. Uh, my most recent book is the Christian voter. Uh, they can take a look at that. Uh, and, uh, that's electionforum.org.
1: All right. We'll be checking in with you again, maybe either right before or right after the election. Thank you so much, Craig Huey for being with me today. Thanks Mike. All right. And friends, we'll see you next time right here on afternoons with Mike.